So hello and welcome everyone to another Magic Monday. I'm so excited because today is Monday, November 27th, and we are doing something a little bit unconventional and different from what I'm used to doing with the pick a card readings, but I so wanted to so badly you guys do this because I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. Like, this is going to be awesome. I really, really, really wanted... um I don't know. I, I just, I wanted to do this so badly. So this is what I guess we're doing. So we are doing a beauty tea leaf oracle pick a card reading, um, which is crazy because everybody's like, how are you going to do a tea leaf reading, Desiree? And what's all this story about all this? Well, let me just explain it to you. So what I'm actually doing, and I will tell you the type of tea that I'm actually using too, because a lot of you have asked that I probably should have said this for group number one as well, but I did not. So I am obsessed in a lot of different ways with doing tea leaf readings. I'm like, I love them, like so much to do them. Physically, though, it is a lot because of the fact that normal traditional tea leaf readings, really how that works is that you're going to take loose leaf tea. You're going to put it in the bottom of a cup. I use by Jane Lyle the Cup of Destiny, which because it's one of my favorite tea cups, it's awesome. It has... um a lot of different symbols. So for example, on the saucer cup, what it has is it has the 12 zodiac signs. Then inside of the cup, it basically has on the outside rim, it has um, different types of symbols, um, which all have different meanings. And then on the inside, it actually has all of the planets, right? And how I divide the cup up is from the past, present, future, and also what I call a part of the quadrant, which is like the miscellaneous or something where it doesn't tell me whether or not it's in the past, present, or future. It could be happening now. It could be in the past. It depends on what the symbol is or what's going on. When you do tea leaf readings, you're supposed to basically put in loose leaf tea into a cup. What is supposed to happen is you are supposed to drink said tea, um, you know, like you would pour water into a cup like you would have a cup of tea. You're supposed to drink it down, but what is supposed to happen is that the tea leaves that are at the bottom, you're supposed to swish it around with a little bit of the water left in it. You're supposed to take the saucer over the teacup and then tap the teacup lightly three times. Um, I do it because three to me is a magical number, so that's why I usually do it. And then basically you can read wherever the tea leaves kind of float a little bit. Normally without this type of a cup, you can see symbols, you can see things. I have seen with this cup arrows pointing towards things. Again, I can just see things differently with this cup because it's easier for me to determine what is going on because of the symbols that are already there. But I can also pull or do that just by looking at a cup with the tea leaves down at the bottom and things like that, because I've been doing it for a while. So I've been like, in my practicing days, I was like, I can't see anything. Like even being psychic or intuitive, I'm like, I can't see this very clearly. So I had to definitely practice it in order to make the images more apparent to me so that I can see it. Um, and sometimes I often will use a toothpick to like kind of point out so that I can see intuitively what's happening with that and like get a bigger, bigger picture for what's going on. So 
What type of tea are we using today? Does it matter? It does not. Usually I would tell you to stick with teas that you're comfortable with or things that you would drink normally. Um, I did do tea leaf readings for all of the different signs. I did it live on my Instagram at one point. But for this, I am just using my favorite type of tea. Mat Club Magic Hour is like one of those places that I get teas from that they taste delicious. And there is something just mystical about the woman who literally runs that shop. I've like literally talked about them so many times. Club Magic Hour is one of those great, great places to get loose leaf teas and the just... The meaning and the crafting and just the customer service and what goes behind all of that. It's just like some awesome stuff and you will not regret any of your purchases. Basically, I am drinking just regular chai tea because chai is my favorite. And honestly, side note, group number two, side note about this. I went to Salem one time. I think I went, I went to Salem. I've been to Salem twice in my life. Once when I was graduating high school and then once when I graduated college because Salem has just held a special place in my own heart for stuff that I liked or whatever. Um, but there was a coffee shop that was there and they had all different types of coffees based upon the astrological signs. And mine was chai tea because I'm a Leo son. So that's what I what I go based on. And I'm like, oh, just you know, match destiny in heaven right now. Me and the chai tea and chai tea is like one of my favorites. So it's like they're just, you know. When destiny gets at you and you literally can find your favorite cup of coffee or tea based on your sign, it's a good day. Like, it's a good day. Like, I wish that there was, like, a shop like that around here where I'm like, yes, like, I will purchase from you every day if you literally put um, Leo as being chai tea or whatever. Just, just, oh, God, just love it. Anyway, so group number two, let's get back to this. We're kind of getting off topic a little bit here um, because I love me and some tea, but that's basically what we're doing and what we're focusing on. So if you chose the second teacup that was blue and it had the compact, compact, compact in it, um, that was kind of a blush compact then this reading is going to be for you. Let's talk a little bit about the, about the meaning behind the blush, okay? In cosmetics, but also in glamour magic, fascinating stuff. So when you put on blush, what I think is interesting about this is that blush, when it comes to glamour magic, is often used to enhance sexual appeal. But it's also used to kind of... um there's so much connected to it with glamour magic that has to do with sensuality, with pleasure, with feeling, but also too, what I think is so interesting is that if you use blush, um, the common misconception is that usually it's, you know, cause we always gender specify everything, which we really, really shouldn't. But even like to the point where, where when you use blush, like, you know, some of the ladies will use it or whatever, or what is called rouge. Okay. Which basically is the term for red. Um, meaning that if you were interested or you get that feeling of feeling flushed, this can also happen too with men as well. I've seen it where literally that is the natural red color in your cheeks coming to the surface because either you're embarrassed about something or you feel something specific, right? When somebody blushes, it's it's usually an indication that there is something that you don't want to have seen or something that you don't want someone to know. And either someone is 
saying something that's making you do that, or it's just something that is a natural reaction to something that's being said, right? So what's interesting about blush with glamour magic is that oftentimes it's bringing forward something to the surface, but it's also too because of something that is secretive or something that is hidden, or it's something that is literally, um, it's, it's like a, Oh, how do I say this? It's a romanticized version of something, right? Where you get like butterflies in your stomach or you feel like, oh, that's embarrassing that I wanted somebody to know that. You know what I'm saying? Group number two, you know what I'm saying to you. It's something where you feel that attachment to someone, but you might not want them to know that or you feel some type of feeling about something, right? Or something like that. And it's so funny because in one of these glamour magic books I was reading, it says that which I think is so funny that men are more likely to blush more so than women, which I think is very, very funny in this regard because of the fact that men oftentimes try to hide the most, but it's so difficult to do so at times um, because of facial expressions. And this book goes into a lot having to do with facial expressions and what it's just, oh, be on here for hours. Anyway, group number two, you get what my situation is. Um, I'm going to do some Oracle that comes along with this. I promise you all that I will get a glamor magic episode out here. You all are like, where the hell is it? Desiree, I'm going to get it for you. I promise you. I promise you because it is interesting. I could like spend all day talking about it, how crazy it is and the stuff that I learned and how that actually works. But for now, group number two, what I want you to focus on is because I'm going to be pulling some Oracle here, I'm actually using the Herbal Astrology Oracle, which I think is so funny because we're using the tea leaves. But um, I just kind of want you to think about some things and then I will interpret the cards and the tea leaves as well. I'm just shuffling group number two. So whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, it's all going to come out. Okay. Let's see what we got. This, I will tell you that the tea leaf oracle reading was quite fascinating and very interesting. Group number two for what we have going on here. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you, group number two. I always do that during readings because I'm like, ooh, and then like I just have to do the whole ah thing. So Let's talk a little bit about this first card that we have out that is interesting to me. So I'm going to be interpreting planets. I'm going to also be interpreting images and what's going on here. We have out community, which is Kava Kava, which is interesting about this because of the fact that this has a lot to do with moon energy, but it also has to do a lot with... um Mercury energy. So 
let's talk a little bit about this. What I think is so interesting about this whole community thing, group number two, and what you're really looking for as far as your soul family and building a community and really, really being a part of something is that you really are focused on being part of something greater than yourself at this point. And you really don't want others to know that you are trying to build something up within the community. I'll get to that in a minute. But you're also trying to stand out in something right now or make yourself more present or more known. Because I'm sensing group number two that a lot of you are literally feeling as if you are stalling out in some type of way or you are literally not as connected as you once thought or you're not a part of something. Whoa. <laughs> as you once were in regards to all of this. So I think that that's interesting that you're looking for that. The reason why I say this about the cup in and of itself and with the tea that we have here is that when I did this, what I also noticed here is that we do have a lot of tea, which is so unusual, but it's kind of not unusual at the same time. We have a lot of tea that is surrounding the bell area, um, or what is in between that whole moon energy and also the Mars energy. But what's interesting about the bell and what I think is, is funny about this is that it's also like as if it is trying to stand out, right? Or trying to make a noise that literally is an alert, right? So I think that there is a part of you, group number two, that you're trying to alert something or someone to what you're capable of doing or you're trying to stand out. The bell also too is a is a indication with tea leaf that it's a deeper calling, that there's something that you literally need to have a deeper calling or a deeper connection to just because of what you feel or just because of what you're trying to literally call out. What I think is interesting about the community sense of this is that when we have that moon and that Mars energy, it's like a balance between the intuitive and it's also a balance between the assertiveness where you are trying to call out something or you're literally trying to be that beacon for something that is going to have you achieve greatness in some type of way or make you stand out from other people. Group number two, I have to say that I think it's interesting that you chose the compact in this image because of the fact that as hard as you try, there is something so... um there's something so alluring about you. And on top of that, you're very different from the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And that appeal that you have, be it sexual, not sensual, there is something definitely appealing about you where you call or attract a lot of people to you for a lot of different reasons, right? I kind of call it that siren behavior. Like, let's be real, group number two. I think that you pretty much could call upon any type of power and have that attract to you because of that fact that you just have that siren energy, right? You know, if people, let's be real, group number two, if people do you wrong, right? Think about sirens and think about what they do. I know it sounds messed up, but the truth is, is that if somebody does you wrong, you're going to lead, you're going to lead that person to the rocks. I mean, let's be real. You're going to be like, Oh, how dare you? Like you just affronted me. Like there is no, there is no way that you're going to be staying in my good graces, like to the rocks with you because sirens would lure in 
sailors, that's what they would do, right? People, they would lure them in, right, into the water and then, you know, just bad, bad stuff. Anyway, the whole point of this is, is that you're luring people into a deeper community, a deeper sense of purpose. But people have to be careful of yourself because emotionally, you also don't really do that great with forgiveness. And there's a lot of things where you really truly group number two. And I'm not just saying this and I'm, I'll continue with the tea leaf reading, but there's a lot of you that is such a prize as a person that not everybody's ready for that. Not everybody's ready to take on that kind of greatness. And I think that you're like, you get so affronted when people don't see that or they don't attach to it that you're like, oh my God. But at the same time, it's like not everybody's ready for that, right? And that includes relationships, group number two. Okay, I see what you're doing. It includes relationships. It, it includes that heart space, right? Because group number two out of all these groups, you know you're the lover out of all these groups. Like, stop playing with me. Anyway, um, moving on, <laughs> actually, it's funny because the reason how I know that um, is because there is so much tea leaf. Like, when I tell you the tea leaves, this made me laugh when I saw this. There is so much tea leaf that is just the whole entire heart that we, we had it touching um, in group number one. It is completely covered um, when it comes to this. So to me, that shows me that there is a lot of a charmer in you. There's a lot of a lover in you. There's a lot of that feeling that you have towards people and just you're, you're a very sensitive individual group number two, you feel things, you sense things. Um, you know, you are just so glorious and just beautiful or handsome in your own right. And I can understand why you got the issues that you have, but at the same time, that heart space is so important, especially for your present and for where you're coming from, because of the fact that that sensitivity also you have to understand that you can't be the best all the time. You can't be in that best space all the time as much as you'd like to be because it's very exhausting. You too have to have that time to kind of live in your flaws and be in that space where you're like, oh, I'm just overly sensitive today, right? Or I'm just feeling that way um, in some type of situation. I think that there's a lot that you you show to the community that you cannot um you have to let go of that a little bit because you have to still be real and be yourself. But I think there's a lot that you don't want to show to the public, which is okay. That's natural for most people to do that because we don't want to, you know, come off as strange or crazy or different in the community. Lord knows I already do, but whatever. Like, But that's just me personally. But for yourself, that might not make you comfortable. So you have to present in a certain way. But I think that also, too, you have to let your own inner self shine in a lot of ways, too. I think that also moving on to this, what I think is interesting is about the, when we talk about the heart space and when we talk about just that fierce, um, beauty and sensuality and things that things that you just you people feel good around you group number two in all aspects of their life they feel good around you they feel trust they feel um open like they feel more open than they would normally um cacao is interesting because that is what chocolate is made from so it is very much an initiation it's very much a open um feeling or a heart space, there's a lot of, there's a lot of desire and a lot of passion in you group number two. There's a lot of things that you feel so intently that people really just, 
they just really just attach to you very, very quickly. And I think that with this reading also too, um, I also am getting a lot of images around the envelope, which I think is interesting because there is a lot of things that you give invitations to people, right? Um, there, you don't allow so many people into your circle or into your field of trust because they need to be invited. There's something that has to happen where um, you have to initiate that invitation, right, in order to have somebody be completely open to you. There's a lot of that sun um, energy that goes along with that envelope. But the envelope also, too, is a message. It indicates something that is being given to you or something that is placed towards you that you're really looking to feel or you're looking to have clarification on that I think is going to come to you at some point because of that and because of what we're looking at. Also, we do have ginkgo, which is breakthrough, which this is where this tea leaf reading gets mighty interesting, group number two. So we're going to talk about this because we also do have the tea leaves. We're talking about the star energy and we're talking about the Saturn energy, which has to do with karma, there is a major breakthrough that is going to occur, I think, in the next three to six months, group number two, for you especially, that have to do with your wishes coming true. The star is just an explosive symbol of power, but it also is something that only burns brightly for so much of a time, right? So there is a time limit to this breakthrough. There is a time limit to this message where you karmically have to make this decision on if this is what you want to pursue group number two or if it is not right so there's something that is going on in the background this could be having to do with a very big part of your life or something that you're feeling that literally gives you that breakthrough or gives you that opening that has to do a lot with that and has to do with that transcendence um in regards to that breakthrough. So it's very, very powerful. It's a lot of that open um, energy. But at the same time, that star is your deepest dreams coming true. It's that wish that you're looking for within this breakthrough that I think honestly um, has a lot to do with luck. There's a lot having to do with the clover. Interestingly enough, there are no tea leaves in the cup surrounding the clover, but there is clovers all over this card. So it makes me wonder if your luck is going to be tested, group number two, in some type of way. Like, do you have the faith in yourself to know that you can overcome and to know that you have the luck and fortune within yourself? Um, some powerful stuff, group number two. It's some powerful stuff, but I have faith in you. I believe in you, group number two, and all your, you know, beautiful abilities. I believe in you, and I think that you should believe in yourself, too. Um, let's talk about one of my favorite cards, not just because I'm obsessed with cats, but what's interesting about this is that this is where I kind of think, um, with the Cup of Destiny, I think it's interesting because we have Cat's Claw here. What is interesting about Cat's Claw is that as an herb, that is about purification, okay? What is even more interesting is that as we develop with this tea leaf reading, um, the cat or the picture of the cat head is literally covered 
in tea leaves. I had to like literally take my little toothpick and go like and like move it to the side so I could see what the image was. Um, but the cat had in this cup of destiny also has to do with playfulness. It has to do with the openness, but it too has to do with fierceness, right? It has to do with ferocity, but it also has to do with protection, right? Cat's Claw in this image, too, has a lot to do with purification. So there is something going on, group number two, that you are really requiring a lot of purification to come through and a lot of protection right now because there is a lot going on that I think you need that extra support or you need to feel that extra type of support that's really, really coming through or really needing to be a part of what you're trying to do. And I think that the cat is so powerful as well because it is a symbol of spirituality. Cats are oftentimes familiars. They are the, what I call the in-betweeners, right? When you look at a cat's eyes, the cat, cats are half in the 3D realm and they're half in the spirit realm, right? So they literally can exist within both and they are such powerful animal totems because of their playfulness, because of their independence, because of their ferocity at the same time. I mean, seriously, look at a house cat, right? That, that pounces on a mouse. It's going to kill it the same way that it would in the wild, right? When you have a, I mean, listen, not that anybody would want this, but if you have a big cat coming at you, <laughs> I don't know how much, I don't know how much you're going to be surviving after that because they're just such apex predators and because of the fact that they are such really, really great hunters. Um, the cat's claw in this type of situation really has a lot to do with those type of properties. And on top of that, there is the panther within this card as well, which the Black Panther has a lot to do with. It's not just a Marvel movie. It has a lot to do with that purification, that strength, and that ability to, um, uh, you know... Uh, cleanse and clear. It's a very powerful animal totem. In other words, group number two. But yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking on the plate. Oddly enough, there was nothing that came up on the signs. I thought that Leo might come up, but there's nothing. The plate is like clear. There's nothing on there. Let me like look around the cup a little bit. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I got. It was very very interesting because there's a lot having to do with your present. Group number two, not so much your past or your future, but your present. And which shows me that you're really, really looking towards that right now, more so than focusing on other things. But group number two, if you are interested in having me do a live tea leaf reading again, please send me a message through the contact me page on my website, or you can also message me or DM me through Instagram. Um, definitely stay tuned for Tea Tuesday because we are going to be talking about how to conduct glamour magic spells using tea and how that actually can work for you if you're looking to do that. Also, too, you guys, the Spilling the Spiritual Tea newsletter for December is going to be coming out. I'm going to basically be giving my spiel at the end of the Tea Tuesday episode talking all about Yule magic and my Yule magic class that I'm hosting. So stay tuned for that um, as well. And I hope that you all can join us for Tea for Tea Tuesday or join me for Tea Tuesday with us, the community, the collective. And I hope that that um, definitely happens for you as well. 
But group number two, as always, I, I hope that this reading really, really did help in some type of way. And I hope to hear or see from you very soon.